When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heart Blend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content. So hello, I'm so excited and happy to have you. And today we are focused on emotional triggers. Now, typically triggers do respond and react to an emotion, right? They're relating to an emotional feeling in order for us to take action or react. But I want to focus more so on what's really going on with our emotions when we are triggered in a positive or negative way. And typically, you probably want to understand more of the negative because that's when you feel most out of control in a destructive way. Whenever we're feeling positive triggers, we're feeling really excited and happy. We're also out of control, but it feels really good. So we don't mind, right? Okay. So when it comes to emotional triggers from a negative way, it is really important for us to be mindful of how our emotions are driving us because we can really spiral into putting ourselves into a position that just feels so overwhelming and then we're consumed with guilt and resentment and why did I do that? I can't believe I did that. That was such a bad idea. Oh my gosh, it's going to go. And it just makes everything worse, honestly. So I want to go over this with us so we can get down to the root of everything. So let's go over just a handful of emotions. I want to focus on anger for a minute because that's the biggest one. Anger is a very powerful emotion. It's emotion that gets triggered the most, right? Why is that? Okay, so anger is related to a violation of some sort. Somewhere along the line, we feel a boundary has not been respected. We feel disrespected. We feel violated, right? And whenever we're feeling the violation, we're feeling that, we're feeling the anger. However, The trigger, the response, the stimulus that's making us react that way is sending us that message, whether it's something someone says, it's something someone does, whatever it is. Or maybe we're even mad with ourselves. I don't know. It's sending us that message to say, react, react, react. How do you react? When you're feeling the anger, Boom, right? That's the signal. Boom, you've been violated. Boom, someone didn't respect your boundaries. Boom, you didn't respect your own boundaries. You didn't honor yourself. Boom, right? It's right in your face. 
How do you react? What do you do? What's the next step? Do you say, you know what? Oh, I'm feeling the anger. I am feeling very angry, but I know that from my past experiences, whenever I react aggressively or I lash back out or I yell or I'm violent, that actually makes things a lot worse. I've learned that. So now when I feel angry, I'm going to... Take a deep breath. I'm going to remove myself from the scenario. I'm going to say, you know what? I need a minute. I'm going to express silence. And I'm going to do something else. Or I'm going to go exercise extra hard. Or I'm really angry. I'm going to go clean my house very vigorously. Or, you know what? I'm angry. And when I'm angry... You know what? I fight. When I'm angry, I get violent. When I'm angry, I want to break stuff, right? When I'm angry, I want to do this because that is what I've learned to do when I feel angry. When I feel angry, when someone angers me, I press that button and I go in and I try to tear them to pieces emotionally. I tell them about themselves, right? When I'm angry, when I'm hurt, when I feel like someone's disrespecting me, I insult the other person. These are the actions, right? These are what the triggers are telling you what to do based on what you've done. And somewhere along the line, what you've done has appeased something. It has created a solution to the problem. Maybe you yelled at a person or you're angry and you broke something. They were like, you know what? I'm so sorry. I will never do that again. And now you feel like, yes, yes. You see it worked, right? Your brain's like, we got it. We got the answer. But then that may get old, right? What What's the payoff with that? People move away from you. People don't want to carry on a relationship with you. People don't feel safe around you, whatever it is. So now it's like, oh, wait, that feeling of people moving away from me and me not having connection with people and people not feeling safe or trusting me, that actually feels way more painful of an experience than me being destructive, I don't know what to do now, right? And if we are not taking that time with ourselves, we can still feel the anger and then we feel even more trapped. We feel restricted. We feel like you're just in the straitjacket because it's like what I normally would do, I would just break something or I would just explode or I would just go into rage or I would just cause violence or I would try to hurt this other person, but I experienced consequences that made me feel even worse than doing that. That wasn't the right answer, but now I feel stuck. I feel restricted because I I don't know another way. 
I feel like I'm in a straitjacket and I, I feel like I'm just gonna self-destruct. So I'll, maybe I'll just harm myself to get that energy out, right? This is what happens when we don't really take the time to care for our emotions. Then we start punishing ourselves or blaming ourselves. Oh, I'm a bad person. Then we create this whole other narrative. Then because we're saying that to ourselves so much, we actually take on this persona. We embody this. We make this about who we are. We wear this as our armor. It becomes a part of our personality. And now everyone knows that this is who I am. I'm going to keep acting out in this way because you know what? I don't know what else to do. And this is how I'm going to be. And people can just take it or leave it. And if they're here and they still want to be here after seeing me be this way, then awesome. All right. So that's kind of an example of just one emotion, just anger, of how it can go in so many different ways. So it takes time to learn new techniques, try different things. What else can you do to transform that anger. But first, before we transform that anger, what we really need to do is be aware of what's happening, right? If we're feeling angry, we don't need to go to reaction, impulse, reaction, impulse, right? We don't need to be this automatic robot of anger. We need a moment to say, okay, you know what? I am in control here. I am in control. I am fully aware of myself, the experience of what's going on. That is when you have power. When you can do that, and maybe you're not in a position to completely handle the entire experience. Maybe you're not in a position to really address the issue calmly. Maybe you're just not there yet. That's okay. But If you can just remove yourself long enough to come back to yourself, ask yourself, what's really going on? Why am I really angry? Why am I really upset? How did they hurt me? What hurt me? What bothered me? Right? Whenever we go to this place of exploding, right? And... We're just like really lashing out. Usually that's a whole buildup, buildup of anger that we have never expressed. And we just keep holding it in because we're afraid of what we're going to do. Sometimes we're like, you know what? I'm just not, I'm just going to ignore it. I'm going to numb myself. I'm just going to get a drink. I'm just going to go do this. I'm just going to go do something else. I'm just going to distract myself. I'm not going to deal with myself. I'm not going to ask myself why. It just feels too uncomfortable. I'm going to move away from it, okay? The thing that inspires triggers are avoiding pain or moving towards pleasure, right? Ultimately, that's the biggest thing. Moving towards safety, moving away from danger, moving towards what we want, moving away from what we don't want, moving towards acceptance, moving away from rejection. So this kind of dictates the way in which our triggers play a role. Okay, so 
in that moment, if you can be strong enough to say, wait a minute, let me take some time out with myself and figure out why did that bother me so much? And sometimes it takes really talking it out with another person, getting it out, talk it out. What happened? They can ask you questions. Well, why did you feel like that? Well, what else did they say? You know, so just talking it out, getting it out. And through that, you can say, oh, 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 I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. That's what it was. That's what really angered me. And then you can take that piece and you can dive it in a little deeper and you can go closer and closer to the source, the originator of that. You see, people are just reflecting back to you a lot of pent up old stuff you're telling yourself, old beliefs, old experiences from other people that we haven't healed from, from our childhood, all this stuff we're experiencing over and over and over again. And it's just making us feel so bad at times. What did it remind you of when that person angered you? That feeling you had, that reaction you gave, whatever it was. What's another time that felt like that? Hmm? So that's why it's so important to continuously improve on yourself, to keep working on yourself, and to get to know yourself. What ticks you off? What makes you angry? What really gets under your skin? The more you get to know yourself and address those issues, the more you will be able to soothe yourself, nurture yourself, choosing healthy ways to care for you emotionally. Being able to say, okay, I'm angry. I'm going to soothe myself. I'm not going to numb myself. But I'm going to validate my feelings. I'm going to listen to myself. Okay, this person doesn't seem to honor us. Maybe we've taken on too much from this other person. Maybe we've allowed for someone to treat us badly. I'm angry, but I'm more so angry with myself. But now I'm not going to stay stuck in that. I'm going to move forward. Now it's time to move in a different direction. That is when you are healing the trigger. Not when we're like, oh, I'm so mad and I'm going to go beat this person up. Oh, I'm so mad. I'm going to go have a drink. Oh, I'm so mad. Uh, I'm just going to go do something else. Once you can get to a place of nurturing and caring for yourself, listening to yourself, honoring yourself in a place of anger, staying calm, being able to articulate and address the situation. And sometimes you got to be firm. I know. Sometimes you got to be assertive. I know. But we should never lose ourselves or lose control or go to a place of destruction. That's when we're out of control. That's when we're allowing for our experiences of the other person to control us. And that does not exist for our reality. That's not an option for us because we are creating the reality. We are creating our perception. We are creating the stories we're telling in our minds of what we're going to do next. We are in full control of what we're doing. You do not need to give your free will away 
to another individual. That's you fighting with the illusion. We have to go back within and nurture. Okay. So that is one example. Now, what about when we feel sad? Like something triggers us and we're feeling sad. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so sad. That takes a little bit more effort to really navigate through the sadness. Is the sadness coming from a place of empathy that we're feeling sad about what another person is going through? We're feeling that sadness. Are we feeling sad in a sense of, I feel sad that I'm going to lose something. I feel sad that something is moving away from me. I feel sad that I feel rejected. I feel sad that I'm not standing up for myself. I feel sad because I don't feel in control of my life. I feel sad because whatever, whatever it is, you have to figure that out and differentiate between the sadness because sadness is related to so many things. Is it grief, you know, to someone pass away and Maybe you saw something that sent that message to you that reminded you of that experience and now you're feeling the emotion. However it is, the trigger again is the message to remind you of whatever it is that you're feeling. What's the action that you're taking out of that sadness? Hmm? Like Sometimes we're like, I just don't want to feel sad. So we choose something else to do to numb the sadness, similar to anger. How do you comfort yourself in a healthy way? Do you allow yourself to express your tears? Do you allow yourself to cry? When we don't allow ourselves to feel the sadness, that stays stored in our bodies longer as a memory. And we have to be so careful because when we don't express those emotions when we don't nurture and soothe ourselves just like if a baby was crying and it needs to be nurtured and cared for we are still that baby we're still that energy right we have more awareness and we can take care of our own needs but we still need to take care of our needs not diminish or distract ourselves if we're not careful with that what can happen is that because you're so overloaded with your emotions and you're not expressing it, you're not caring for it, you are numbing yourself. You're teaching your body that it's not real, it doesn't matter, we don't need to express it, it's fine, we're just going to stuff it down, we're going to stuff it more. And what happens is, is that your body now becomes numb as a defense mechanism. And with all those emotions and memories being stored in your body, this can result in feeling some serious health conditions, some serious diseases that are really hard to recover from. And depending on how deeply ingrained that sadness is, can dictate how 
much more work it's going to take to heal the body. So it's important that when you are able to notice a trigger of when something makes you feel sad, to really connect with it and ask yourself, what are you really feeling? Why are you feeling sad? What's going on? Is it a story that you are telling yourself that's putting you there? Are you feeling unworthy? Are you feeling undesirable? Are you feeling like you're not good enough? Are you feeling like you just can't catch a break? Are you feeling like you're out of control of your life? Are you feeling like no one wants you? Whatever it is. Are you telling yourself these stories without having the external reminder? Are you feeling this on your own just through your mind? Are you reflecting on an old experience that's telling you the story that's making you sad? Are you rehearing something someone told you that made you feel sad? Whatever it is, acknowledge that and shift the perspective on it. Affirm something new. Give yourself joy. Give yourself the peace you need. Give yourself whatever you need and release. Allow yourself to cry it out. Allow yourself to write. Allow yourself to express those feelings. What about when you feel triggered in a way where you are not the one in control and someone is projecting or putting you in a place of feeling an emotion through manipulation? What about when someone tries to make you feel guilty about something? What about when someone tries to make you feel shameful about something in order for them to have a gain? This happens so often. Anytime someone wants to have some sense of control over you, some power over you, guys, I say this all the time. Anytime somebody wants to have some sense of control or power over you, they may be a bit manipulative. They might start telling you lies about yourself. They might start feeding you negative seeds to be planted in your mind. And then that can trigger a negative emotion because What did we learn about that in the previous episode? That when you have a thought or belief surrounding something you're telling yourself, that it's a lie, right? When you have a negative emotion paired with a negative belief, it's a lie. So what happens then? What happens then when it's something that Someone's trying to have control over you and you feel totally disoriented. You feel like, I don't really know. I don't really know if it's me, if it's them. Did I really do something that's wrong? Why am I feeling like this? What did I do? We have to become aware of what others may be projecting out on us and what are we believing about ourselves in the process. You see, the more and more you build that relationship with yourself and you move away from others trying to 
dictate to you who they want you to be in order for them to have some sense of gain. Once you're able to establish that relationship with yourself and not feed into that, it's real easy to stand up for yourself and say, what? No, no, I'm not doing that. Right? Usually it's something somebody wants from you. They want something from you. That's the first thing. They want something from you. Or when you are happy or when you are doing something that you enjoy or you're making progress, maybe they feel triggered from their own self-esteem issues and they might try to make you feel bad or you knock you down or say something just like... You know, you can't really do that, whatever, right? And they try to bring you back down into that negative place and it's triggering. And then you might meet people that are similar to them or remind you of them. You can feel triggered all over again or whatever it is. So those things can create a negative emotional trigger. And in that sense, the best thing to do is to really tune in with yourself and say, wait a minute. No, I'm not taking responsibility for that. Stop being responsible for other people's emotions. Anytime I meet a person and they suggest certain things like, oh, well, you know, that's what relationships are for, is for, you know, the other person to take the stress away from me or to take the load off or to... Whatever. Mm -mm. No. You are responsible for your emotions. They are responsible for their emotions, right? Only you and only them can give themselves what they know they need, right? You know what you need. You know what you need to get your mind in the right place. So you're the best one to do that. You are the one that's feeling what you're feeling. You're the one telling yourself the story in your mind. You have to gain control over that. You have to take responsibility over that. And so do they. You are not responsible for other people's feelings and emotions. The moment you really get that and understand that, your life becomes a way easier. <laughs> way easier. When you know that you are just doing the best you can, you are moving with integrity, you are moving with love, you are having the kindest intentions, and you are not hurting anyone, you're not bringing harm to another person, know that if somebody is trying to place guilt or blame or shame or whatever on you, they're just trying to gain some control over you, and that's all there is to it, and you just take care of your needs. Even if they truly believe like you're at fault for everything in their life, they're just not accepting responsibility for themselves. And they are what? What are they? Powerless. Anytime we try to control other people, we are out of control internally. That means we're really believing we are so powerless. Because once you realize that when you get control over your mind and you get control over your thoughts and your emotions, everything around you shifts into your favor. 
everything moves in alignment with you when you are in alignment with you. So that's the only thing you have control over is your mind and your emotions. You can't do that for another person. So it's silly to even take on blame and shame and guilt from another person when you know it's not yours. Okay? So that's a lot of ways where those triggers hit us emotionally. And I know emotions are the driving force behind the triggers for every trigger we have, you know, whether we're feeling uncomfortable and we want to go do something or we're feeling impatient. But I wanted to cover those main things because I think that those are the ones that we misconstrue the most and we misjudge. And then we find ourselves in this consistent pattern of doing something all over again and we're not making progress. So I wanted to address that today. I hope that was helpful for you. We definitely have a lot more to cover. So definitely stay tuned for more. And I hope that you're enjoying this series so far. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, we are here Tuesdays and Saturdays at 6am Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much for tuning in to Heart Blend Podcast.